instead of a usual blooper or snippet of our podcast today, I'm actually going to just signal a trigger warning because Noelle and I do discuss eating disorders, disordered eating, and just unhealthy habits throughout this episode. So this is a fair warning to all of you listeners, just in case you may not want to listen to this one. ambition listeners. I'd like to jump in quickly and say that this episode that I recorded with Noelle is a very personal conversation. We were both very vulnerable with each other and have been for a long time about this subject. And when I approached her to talk about an eating disorder, her experience with disordered eating, she was very open to having that conversation on the podcast. So, Of course, as always, we always respect someone's experience, stories. I think this is a little bit more different because it is on the personal side that not everyone chooses to share or be open about. With that being said, I'm also going to give a little bit of background on my experience with disordered eating just so you can get an idea of where Noelle and I come from. (sighs) This is a little hard to date back to, but shit I kind of even get a little bit emotional because it's it was such a depressing and sad time of my life and again it's not like it was just from x day to x day it was more like year over years and I think the earliest memory that I have is just like always watching my mom on a diet or trying to lose weight I don't think that I ever blame her in any way shape or form But that's just what I grew up watching. You know what I mean? Like she would take us to her diet clinic and my mom's probably listening to this. Hi, mommy. She would take me and my brother to her diet clinic and, you know, share how much weight she lost. And, you know, great for her. She was doing things for her own happiness, for her own self-esteem. And then I kind of just started picking up like her diet little pamphlets and started saying, oh, I'm going to follow this today oh, I could lose a pound or two. I could look better. I could, I just felt like because my mom felt like she needed to work on herself, I also needed to work on myself. And that started at a very young age. I remember specifically when things started to get a little bit more serious was when I was in eighth grade. I was in, I was 14 years old. I had an iPod touch. We were on the bus to a basketball game or something. And my screensaver was don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat. And I think it was also like the new year, it was like January or February, and I had been logging my food. I kept a food diary at age 14. I remember vividly still on one of those days, all I had for breakfast was like an apple with peanut butter and then a salad and then some almonds for dinner. And that's just crazy to me that at 14 years old, I was logging my food and counting calories. And my friend, when she saw that on my iPod touch, she was like, oh my God, like Ingrid, what, what's this? Like, what's going on? And obviously without knowing any better, she kind of jumped on the diet wagon with me. We would just feed off of each other's energy and be like, oh, like today I weighed myself. I'm like minus six ounces. Like I lost six ounces or because it wouldn't because we would weigh ourselves so like on the daily that it wouldn't even be like a pound would be like ounces we would then stalk girls and diet influencers on instagram on youtube on tumblr and we would find these diets like i remember specifically wanting to buy this 10-day challenge that this influencer with absolutely no nutritional credentials was selling for like seven dollars online and i remember asking my parents if i could buy it it was only seven dollars but still i didn't have seven dollars i was 14 and they were like no like that's a scam like don't like what are you doing and that's kind of as much as they got into as much as they knew about it but then me and my friend like found it online because someone had bought it and downloaded it and shared it with the public and we would follow that 10-day challenge we would drink our green tea in the morning and have no bread the only bread we were allowed to have was like ezekiel bread and on these days Actually, on most days, um, if I wasn't taking the bus or walking home, I would just go home with with my friend. And at home, at her house, we would get to her house, have a spoonful of peanut butter, go on runs, and just get online and watch all of this thinspo 
and get inspired to be skinny. (sighs) That is how it started. It sounds very mentally unhealthy, of course. And it got worse after eighth grade year when I moved to Mexico, San Luis Potosí, like I've mentioned before in my previous podcasts. And in Mexico, I experienced this thing called a depression for a variety of reasons that I won't get into specifically right now. But one of the reasons was that everyone there was so fucking skinny in my school. I was growing into my hips. I had boobs. I had thighs. I was growing into my body at 14, 15 years old. And it seems like everyone else around me didn't have these curves that I was growing into. They didn't have boobs yet. They were just very small girls. And apart from being so small, I was so used to like the American portions, eating the American way, and they really judged me hard on that. I even remember one of the girls being asked like, what's your biggest fear? And she was like, engordar. If you don't know Spanish, that means get fat or gain weight. And so these girls around me were also struggling with their own body image and they would vocalize it. It was just things that they would say like, ah, you know, I I don't want breakfast today or I'm not going to have pancakes or eggs today because I want to be skinny. And I felt like they really drilled in more disordered eating thoughts into my head because that's the way that they were living their life. They didn't want to eat because they didn't want to gain weight and because they were they just wanted to stay skinny. They didn't want to grow into their bodies. They didn't want to be bigger than they were. I just can't even, I can't even tell you what size they wore. Probably a zero. And I was like over here fitting into eight, six and eight. During this period of unhealth, of an unhealthy mind and state, I just completely went like I said unstable I would starve in the morning not eat anything at lunch and then at home because I was so hungry from not eating anything from 7 a.m to 3 p.m at home I would eat as much as I can I would eat all the food that my mom would make I would buy a buttload of snacks ice cream chips and just eat 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 I think I definitely during that period I definitely struggled with binge eating disorder It was not even, I wouldn't even think about it. I would just eat to eat because I was so hungry and sad and miserable. And then later that night, I would be so depressed and mad at myself that I would like be like, okay, tomorrow I'm not eating. Like I'm not going to eat. And then again, I would go to school without breakfast or lunch, come home. And of course I'm starving. I would, I was not at the point where I could restrict myself and like starve for a full day or two days because I was just fucking hungry and my body was deprived of nutrition and apart from that I was in a depressive state and didn't have a good social life I was struggling to adjust socially to the school and all of these other things that food was the only thing I could find comfort in that goes on for two years I gain 30 to 40 pounds and I move back to Laredo in Laredo we all know I went through that little wild phase (laughs) And that's when the drinking started. That's when the drugs started and the late nights and the late night eating. And that didn't help, of course. I just still did not have a healthy relationship with food. In fact, I don't even remember the last time I had a healthy relationship with food. Obviously now I do, but prior to my teenage years, I always viewed food as calories, as carbs, not as nutrition, not as providing value to my body. I had an an unhealthy relationship with my body as well. I always would stare at myself in the mirror, cry, go to dressing rooms, cry, try on clothes that didn't fit me anymore and cry. And I just had a really hard time accepting my body for what it was. I placed an immense amount of worth, of my self-worth into what I looked like. From a young age, I think, even even before this eating disorder, I it was a cycle. I can't tell you when it stopped. All I know is that when I got to college, I was finally fulfilled by something other than my looks, other than my 
surface level qualities. In college, I was thrown into classrooms, challenged academically. I was meeting new, great, intelligent people. I just had so much more of a life to worry about and to, you know, live that suddenly what my body looked like didn't, I didn't care. I mean, I can't, I can't say I didn't care. Suddenly what my body looked like was no longer a priority. Like I had other priorities, like friggin' passing a class because that first semester at UT was something else. And of course, like it always does happen, the moment I shifted my attention from my body to my actual life, the rest of my life of what was going on around me, I dropped 30 pounds. This, those same 30 pounds that I had put on when I was back in Mexico. If you look at old photos of me freshman year in college, I was chunkier. And when I show my friends this, they're like, what the hell? You don't even look like the same person. Uh, I wasn't. I mean, I just look completely different. I'm much happier now. I glow naturally. I love food for what it is. And I think I had to go through a period of time where I just couldn't restrict anything because that felt like going back to my old ways. I couldn't diet or even go vegetarian or go vegan because it felt like I was living a restrictive lifestyle, which is something that I still had not recovered from. So only until recently, I would say junior, senior year of college is when I was like, wait, like I'm okay. Like I have, I'm okay. I'm okay again. I don't have these negative thoughts. Of course I get insecure sometimes, but I think I'm at, at a point where I can, where I have a healthy relationship with food and I don't, and I can go to Kirby Lane at midnight drunk with some girlfriends and order whatever I want and not feel guilty about it. I can go and grab Whataburger at the time when I was eating meat and not feel guilty about it. I can have a yummy ass salad and think it's just so nutritious and good for you. Not because I'm not eating it because it's a lower calorie meal, but because it's actually good. And I don't know, it took a lot of years and knowledge and maturity to for me to understand that concept and for me to have a healthier relationship with food. I go in a little bit more depth in my podcast episode with Noelle. And like I said, when you listen to our conversation, you can hear how we relate to each other, how we had similar experiences, but also very different experiences. So I don't hope you relate to this, but I'm sure that some of you will because body and food and self-love has always been a challenge for me and for the girls around me. We all have at least one story or one instance where we just did not feel confident or okay with ourselves. So I hope this episode provides some sort of value to you. And with that, we'll get right into Noelle and I's conversation. You're more funky, more uh, quirky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how did your eating disorder start? We're just going deep in. We just start laughing. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, um, okay. I just want to give some background to the audience that I think within the first few weeks that we met and started talking, we were at a girl's like hangout. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this specific moment, but we, it was brought up that we've all experienced some sort of eating disorder or disordered eating. Even if it wasn't like diagnosed by a professional, we knew that something was wrong mentally. And I think it's so crazy, first of all, that just three girls in the same room all had a similar experience just like that with food like why why is it that common it shouldn't it shouldn't be yeah Yeah. why is it so normalized like just casual talk over a drink and we're talking about our disordered eating Mm -hmm. tell me about how your disordered eating like started your story do you remember a specific moment that it was that you were triggered or is it a person like what influenced you like what was it like what do you feel like it was so I'm going to first start off by saying like this is something that's very personal to me and not a lot of people know because I don't really share it often, but I'm glad that Ingrid is giving me a platform so other people can relate and have a sense of peace knowing that they're not alone. So it did start, there's no distinct time it started and in the moment like I didn't even realize that it was really happening. I thought I was living a, like a healthy lifestyle. Like I thought like, okay, like I'm dieting and this like restriction is what comes with dieting. But it wasn't until I got out of the vicious cycle that I actually realized that, hey, like this was not normal. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't really like a specific time. It was only like until I was out of it that I realized like that was like I was crazy. Like I was not 
doing it right <laughs> like like not okay yeah yeah what did that vicious cycle look like was it did it start by you eating less at the dinner table was it like eliminating certain foods and what was like the trigger that even led you to want to diet at such a young age how old were you honestly i think it started like whenever i was because i grew up in the dance environment and i just think that it was so normalized amongst my friends that like we put so much attention on how we looked that it was it was contagious like it was like okay like my i remember clearly my friend one of my friends had her screens over screensaver as don't eat and like had that little like red little sign on it and i just thought like okay yeah like that's what you have to do like to attain this like perfect image but growing up like i never really did have a, like an eating problem like i would just eat whatever i wanted like i was just living my life it wasn't until like junior year of high school whenever i really wanted to fit into this prom dress that i really wanted that i went on like a rampage and i got like super like i lost so much weight i would set my fitness pal at like first i would set it at twelve thousand calories and then i would 1200. move down 1200 calories twelve thousand calories <laughs> I know. I would set my fitness pal at 1200 calories and then the next week I would set it at 1100 and then I would set it at 1000 and I would just like keep on moving forward because I was like oh my god like this is cool like this is a game like let's see how less I can eat and like that's not normal and that's not healthy at all but that was in high school. I think that once I got out of high school because I was in like the, the mindset of like oh I need to restrict on calories since high school but then like it got a little better a little bit but then as I entered freshman year of college and I realized that I didn't like how I looked again, it wasn't like it was after I got out of this breakup that I just like went full restricted mode. And it was crazy because I thought like I thought it was more of like a challenge. So like I said, like I, I first I would set my fitness pal at like 1200 calories because that's like how much like for my weight, that's how much you restrict or not even like I feel like that's even less than when you're supposed to restrict. I feel like yeah. it's like 1500. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would set it at 1200. And then like I would wake up and I had a job at the time with my uncle. So I had a routine. I would just wake up, make my hundred calorie smoothie, make my lunch super like, and I'm a super big perfectionist. So like, I feel like those just don't, this eating disorder and the perfectionist don't match because like, if I messed up, like on my eating that day, like I would restrict myself the next day. So like, I'd make sure that it was like a perfect thing. And I got to the point where I was so sluggish. I was so grouchy all the time. I was irritable. And it, of course, like everything that comes with not eating what your body needs, like I was just, it was not a good time for me. Like, yes, I was getting really skinny, but it was like the most like mad, sad, like I would go to bed and I would just be like so angry. And like, I would just be thinking about what I was going to eat for breakfast. Like it was crazy. Like it was crazy. And then like, I would see food and think about it. Like, okay, that, that right there is like 200 calories. Like that has like six grams of carbs, two grams of fat. Like, I would see everything as a number and it wasn't like, it wasn't normal anymore. Well, when you're in that vicious cycle, what made you get out of it? Or like, what made you take a step back and witness and look back and say that was fucked up? So it was summer of 2018 where I really went on a extreme restricted mode. Like I was working out every single day. I was in that routine where I would only eat up to like a thousand calories. And we were going on vacation to San Diego and I was dreading the vacation. Like imagine dreading going to San Diego and I was like, I don't want to go because my routine would be messed up. Like, I would have to eat out. Like, I'd have to literally, that's insane, right? I'm like, what the heck? I want to go to San Diego now. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling my mom because she wasn't going with me. And I was telling her, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I want to keep my cycle. And she's like, no, like, you're fine, whatever. But my mom's very, like, optimistic. She doesn't really, like, she didn't really see that, like, it was an issue. She just saw, like, oh, she's trying to be healthy or, like, trying to be better. Because mm -hmm. she calls me very healthy to this day. And, like, now I'm I'm better. Like, I'm healthy now. But, like, back then it wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. And my aunt was the first one to, like, bring it to my attention because I was in the room. I went with my aunt, and I was staying in the room with her, and I mentioned that, like, I wanted a snack in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, like, here's a Fig Newton or whatever. And I ate that one Fig Newton, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was freaking out. And like, she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm going to go run. Like, I'm going to go run for an hour. I went to go downstairs at the lobby and like, I ran for an hour because I was so like scared that that was going to like ruin your progress, ruin my progress. Yeah. And she was like, what? Like, she was like, no, well, like, it's literally fine. Like, you're fine. Like that it's one thing new. And like, that's not, that's not going to like do anything to you. And I was so convinced. I It's so crazy thing about because I was so convinced that it was like, that was like it, like that was the end of my progress like everything was ruined and I think it just also like goes with like my my perfectionist mindset but also like you do get in that cycle and like way of thinking that like 
And whenever she told my, because then she told my mom, and she was like, I was overhearing, like she didn't tell me directly, and she was just like, hey, I think like Noelle is not doing well. Like I think that she does like have, you know, like something is going on. And like I was listening to them talk, and in my brain I was like, no, she's crazy. Like I'm just like fine. Like I'm I'm eating fine. Like I and I remember my mom coming in talking to me, getting super defensive. But then like afterwards, like when I started to think about it, I was like, damn, like maybe it's not normal. Like my body started to change like I started to like miss my period like I started to go through like different like hormonal changes because it wasn't like right like I lost all my boobs like I don't know if that's TMI but like it was just like it wasn't like a healthy skinny or like healthy way of living like it was just horrible and like I was always like thinking about my body like always like every like five seconds I would go look in the mirror and be like and like get super annoyed and like mad that I wasn't reaching this unrealistic thing that I was trying to reach like and in your mind like what are you trying to reach like perfection is it a weight a certain weight so I think in that moment it was just to be like skinny like I don't know like that sounds so like surface level and like that's why I'm so glad that I'm I'm who I am to this day because I was super body obsessed like body image obsessed like I just wanted to be skinny I even I had as a screensaver like a skinny girl like mm-hmm. I was like this is who I'm like trying to be and like when I wasn't because obviously my bone structure is different like mm-hmm. I have different organs in me like it's literally that's also my next point like I realized that it's not actually physically possible mm-hmm. to be that way yeah. like it's just like you are you like you you can only try your best like you can eat until you feel like healthy do you feel good like you don't need to restrict yourself to the point where you're mad or irritable or not or not like enjoying life anymore because that's how it was like I would literally just like go to a restaurant and be miserable because I could see like my friends like getting whatever they wanted and me like ordering a salad without dressing Mm -hmm. because I was just like no like I can't eat the dressing and like no croutons no croutons no cheese (gasps) just veggies and chicken (laughs) a horrible life (laughs) Do you feel like there's a little bit of childhood trauma there or do you think it's like media trauma? Like why did you feel so pressured to be skinny? I feel like a lot of people can answer this in different ways. For me personally, it was like, first of all, yes, the media influences everything. But second, I just grew up always watching my mom on a new diet. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was normal. We would do the military diet. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm, the bread and the banana. Or like, yes, <laughs> the banana, the one slice of toast for lunch. It's like three ounces of cheese and an, and a boiled egg. And then at night you get to have one cup of ice cream. Oh. Something crazy like that. Like, can you imagine? I would literally do those diets with her. Like, that that's thing. something I don't blame her at all. But that's something that we were just both. It was like instilled in you. Like it was like mm-hmm. a normal thing to just do this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just look back at that period and I'm like, what the fuck did I like? Do you think the diet culture was ever pushed onto you or how did you like discover it? I don't have the same um, storyline as you because my mom would do diets and stuff, but it wasn't ever like instilled in me. Like it was never like my family influence. I think like I said earlier, it was like growing up with this strong group of girls that like I would just rely on and we would kind of just like become one you know how like you start to form into your friends and like the more like someone would become like body image conscious I feel like it was contagious because even like I saw it my freshman year of college like steering away from that question when I lived with my roommate in my on my freshman year she's she's very like she'll eat whatever she wants like she's just like happy with living and everything and when I came into this world with her and I like she would just watch me because we were in the same room like it wasn't like we had like different rooms or whatever and she would see like how like stressed I would be like counting my calories and putting it in fitness pal and like only eating halo top ice cream and like doing all these like restrictive things and like she started to pick up on my habits like she would eat halo top ice cream with me when she liked like the other like the real kind the good kind and like she just like became more conscious of like and it's good like to be health conscious but not like to the point where it's like like obsessed and I feel like I was obsessed with food I was obsessed with like knowing like how much was going into my body and like I'm saying like this is you can track what you eat and you can want to make healthy decisions but it's to the point where it's like a a good amount not a thousand calories Mm -hmm. you're not reaching that amount and I feel like whenever I was growing up like because like we're so easily influenced by our friends like someone had to like see something and someone had to like become like maybe influenced and then something was like triggered them to be insecure yeah and then like it projected onto us obviously and then then we became like I said like my friend like had her screensaver as do not eat like some people had it like as do not eat bread like Mm -hmm. it was just like a 
a thing like that just started and then kind of just like implement implemented in my brain but I like I said when I was small I didn't have like insecurities I think like it just like I was just living my life it wasn't even it wasn't until I got older and which I think is kind of like more normal because like yes like a lot of people are like influenced when they're small but I think that when the more you understand like what's going on like the media and like the more you want to be like the people you see and stuff and I just think like I would probably see people on twitter on instagram and be like oh i want to be like that and in my brain before i got um into fitness and before i like understood like how the body worked i just thought like if you dieted like you would look like that like Mm -hmm. i didn't think like oh like it has to do with like your hormones and your family genes and your bone structure and all this other stuff that goes into it i just thought like oh like if i don't eat that much like i'll be like that Mm -hmm. so it was like kind of like a little bit of my friend's influence but also just like yes like the outside media Mm -hmm. which I feel like has impacted a lot more people than like you know than it's supposed to yeah let's talk about that friend part for a little bit too because in my freshman and like sophomore year of college I didn't have a lot of girlfriends I think I had like a handful I could count them on one hand and when I joined Darlin's and I met you and I met Hadley and I just met I was suddenly surrounded by a bunch of girls I started picking up on comments that we just unconsciously say to each other Mm -hmm. like we just comment on each other's bodies even Mm -hmm. if it's a positive way you know Mm -hmm. like oh you look so good your your waist looks so good in that dress your legs your body like whatever and also like we're all college girls young and beautiful and I've found myself comparing myself When my freshman and sophomore year of college, I was so confident, happy, just like myself. I was very just accepting. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. just thinking about me, accepting of myself. And then suddenly, I remember having a conversation with Sai and being like, hey, like, I don't know why, but ever since I've been hanging out with girls again, I just feel like all of my insecurities are coming back. Again, not to blame them, yeah. but it's like just this unconscious thing that we do that we're so... I don't know if it's because we see a lot of value in our looks or if we have to, we feel pressure to look good all the, t- all the time. Even whenever I go out to the coffee shop with my friends or dinner, I look better going there, and and I'm more conscious about what I look like there than I do like going out with my boyfriend. Yeah. And like, isn't that weird? Like, yeah, it's weird how like we always just like want to impress like someone, and it's like why, like mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that, like that's a good point because like even like you said, like when you were smaller, like it wasn't until like you got to college where you established that group of girls. And I just think that like people that had that group of girls growing up, like it was always just a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always like a thing to be like body conscious or just conscious of what you're wearing, how you look, because you're constantly being judged by them, even if it's n- in a good way. Mm-hmm. Because like, yeah, like I, I totally feel that because even like if I go to the beach or something like I just like. I don't feel totally comfortable as I would, like, yes, with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd feel, like, okay, like, accepting. Like, he's accepting of, like, me. Mm-hmm. But with girls, it's kind of, like... Like, like we're all kind of looking at each other at the corner of our eyes. Yeah, and I, it shouldn't be like that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it is an unconscious thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have this other group of girls who we make it a point. We've had the conversation, like, over FaceTime, over quarantine. And we're all, like, Latina, Latinas. And we have, like, we grew up in Mexican households or just Latino households. And we'll talk about how even our grandparents or our parents will be like, oh, like, te ves mas flaquita. Or, oh, you look a little bit skinnier today. Or, oh, last time I saw you, you were a little bit more chubby. Families do be judging, especially Mexican families. Yeah. Or they'll compare you to the cousins. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, I think, I don't know if that's a thing in other, like, family units but it's not really a thing in my family unit, but my grandma does do that. She'll just, like, comment on my weight, and she'll be like, oh, today you look so, like, X. And I'm like, why are you, like, why are you That's commenting? the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, like, yeah. why are you commenting on the way I look? Like, don't you have, there's so much more to me that you can comment about. You haven't even asked me how I am today, you know what I mean? So what did a day of eating look like for you? Because personally, my experience started in middle school. I remember skipping breakfast not taking any food to lunch or if I was at lunch I would just get a salad also just Mm -hmm. a fucking 300 calorie salad salad no dressing and I had a friend who we would like bounce off of each other and put screensavers on our phones that were like don't eat don't eat don't eat or we had we had a folder of pictures of skinny girls Mm -hmm. and then we would Go, I would always go home with her. We would have a spoonful of peanut butter just to, like, hold Suppress. off for the night. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
like suppress our our uh, hunger and have a, have that spoonful of peanut butter and then go on a like 30 minute run that is insane and come back and maybe yes we would have dinner or i would go but my eating started off like that and then it led to binge eating so i was more opposite of you I did. I, I would restrict the first part of the day, and then the second part of the day, I was just so starving. Mm-hmm. I was fucking starving, so deprived of nutrition that I, my body would eat anything, even food that I didn't like. My body was just begging for food, like for nutrition, even like a fucking, I don't know, some things that don't even look appealing. I just needed to have everything. I remember even like at midnight, past midnight. I was like making myself a Nutella sandwich and my mom gets up. She's like, why are you making yourself a Nutella sandwich? Like it's so late. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Cause she heard noise in the kitchen and I just was so hungry because I hadn't eaten mm-hmm. that day. Or if I did, it's because I didn't start. I starved myself for the first part of the day. Mm-hmm. So what did, what did it look like for you? Like you would wake up and what would you think? What would you do? How would you not give into temptation? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. That's an interesting point. What you just said, because like, it just like triggered like a memory that I had because in 2018 specifically in the summer I feel like I was unhealthy but trying to do it health healthily like I said I would wake up I would drink my 100 calorie smoothie or I'd eat two protein pancakes with six raspberries only with my sugar-free syrup like it was always like something that was like healthy but it was like I would eat you know what I mean like I would eat a limited amount and then like for lunch I would have my four ounce chicken breast and then I would make it with like fat-free mayo and celery and carrots like a little chicken salad kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then I'd have two crackers only two like Mm -hmm. I remember like specifically like I would eat these healthy things and I'd be like okay like this is like a healthy choice like I'm getting my protein and but it was never like enough because then I would be hungry afterwards Mm -hmm. and then like if I wanted a snack I would eat frozen strawberries with this like do you you know what pb2 is yes it's like a powdered less powder yeah Mm -hmm. like peanut butter and it was like a little treat for me and then i would eat like if i wanted another snack i'd probably eat like celery or carrots or something and then for dinner it'd be some kind of fish and vegetables so it's all like healthy things but if you add all those meals up it was like 800 calories that i was eating for the day and then the worst part about that was like the night like I would wake up hungry first of all so then I would want like that's the first thing I would think about would be food like when am I gonna eat when am I gonna do this when am I gonna eat when am I gonna eat it was like consuming my day too and I was always like tired like I said but then whenever I was coming out of that like perfection like I have all my meals like I'm making all my meals when I got to call like back to college because it's during the summer when I went back to college I would still make my meals and it would still be like healthy things But I noticed that whenever, like, I would get home, sometimes at night, like you said, like, I would just, like, eat anything, like, to come, like, to make me, like, feel, like, better. And then, like, I I remember specifically always, like, it was a problem when I got drunk, too. Mm -hmm. Because I would go home and, like, you know, like, you you get drunk and you want to eat. But in my brain, I was, like, doing this, like, I was completing this, like, task that was not manageable when I was so sober. Like, I almost felt like it was, like, a guilty, like pleasure kind of thing like I would get like when I would get drunk like I'd feel like it was okay to eat all these things and then the next morning I'd just feel awful and be like why did I do that like beat myself up like not eat that day like be trying to like catch up on like what I did like go work out Mm -hmm. it was just like a super unhealthy cycle to be in and like it's just crazy now that I think about it like I was literally getting pokey yesterday pokey is like a fish bowl or whatever and you get like all your toppings that you want and I remember like during that time it was my sophomore year where I went crazy my sophomore and junior year during that time when I would get poke like I would not get pineapple or edamame just because I knew like the sugar in pineapple and like the calories in edamame like and then the extra fat in edamame and that's like good stuff for your body like that's good fat like that's Mm -hmm. good pineapple like it's good for you you know what I mean and like I was getting it yesterday and like now I get everything there like I'm like oh I want pineapple edamame crab crab mayo like everything and I was like why would I not get this like why did I think it was such a big deal because I remember, like, my roommate at the time, like, she's super health conscious, too. Like, she was super health conscious. She was super like me, but not to the extreme. Like, she would eat the pineapple. And I remember, like, kind of, like, silently judging her when she got it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, she doesn't know, like, that that has a lot of sugar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's crazy to me. Like, that's, like, an insane thing. Like, I'm so glad I am not that person anymore. But it's just crazy that you're in this, like, mindset of, like, you want this so bad that you're going to, like, do anything for it. And it's, like, you'll sacrifice anything. You'll, like, even sacrifice your own, like, mental health for it. And 
I would never do that again. Like I would never fall into that. Cause even like now, like if I want to go work out or like if I can't work out, cause I used to also like beat myself up if I couldn't work out or like something like interfered with my working out schedule. But now like since this semester was like the most busy, like the busiest time of my life, I didn't like, I wasn't consistent with my workouts. I wasn't like always like making like my meals. Like I would always like, I always try to make the healthy choice, but like now if I don't, like, it's not something that I, like, staying up, like, late, like, trying to calculate how much I have to eat tomorrow, and, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, oh, like, it, it happens, like, it's life, like, I, I'm gonna eat pizza today, like, that's fun, like, it's a good time, like, with my roommates, I'm gonna drink wine, like, it's not something that I'm always thinking about now, and I think that, honestly, now, like, I feel like my body's better, like, I feel, like, a lot, like, healthier, I feel a lot, like, less, I feel like, a lot of times when we, like, are so focused on something, like, it never seems to get better, but then, like, when you're not focused on it and you're just living your life, like, how it should be, you're making the healthy choices when you want, like, when you can, but, like, not being yourself up when you can't, like, your body does, like, respond in a good way because you're not under all this stress, like, of trying to do something that you're just, like, la, 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 like, it's, it's going good. Absolutely, dude. I also remember just recently you posted, like, an Instagram story about how you, or maybe you just told me in a mm-hmm. private conversation, you're, like, yeah, I had a burger the other day and I for one in years yeah and you didn't feel guilty no how did that feel it felt great because like I'll always like eat like if someone eats like if someone orders like a burger and fries like I'll usually eat their fries or whatever but I'll never make that conscious decision to get a burger like I don't like it's just not something like if I go to whatever I get a chicken grilled chicken sandwich like it's always like something that like I'm always trying to make the healthiest choice but this like past time like we went to McDonald's and I was just like, hmm, like, there's not really, like, anything that, like, you can get that's, like, healthy at McDonald's. Like, there's no grilled chicken there. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to get a burger. And I got a burger. I got two burgers, actually. Those little, like, you know, those little, I don't like, the dollar menu ones uh-huh. that they're just, like, kind of, like, small, like, junior burgers. Yeah. And I got two of them, and I ate them both, and I felt great. Like, I didn't feel, like, any sort of regret. Like, I just, like, went about my day, and I was like, this is so new to me because, like, my way of thinking changed this year mm-hmm. like it's it's been better like I've been better like last year like the end of the year I was still like I was still like I'm still in that mindset but I think that I'm really proud of me because it's really hard to change your mindset on things and outlook because like obviously like you're in this way for so long but I think this year like during COVID especially and like because I've had like the hardest semester of my life and like I had to make those sacrifices for like my schoolwork and stuff I just think it really put me in this like new perspective that I it's fine like everything's okay you know what I mean like it's it's good like to eat the amount that you want to eat like for you to feel full and like healthy and like go about your day and have energy not to feel like drowsy and like mad at yourself for like doing all these things like that's such a sucky place to be I'm so glad about there do you feel like you're in more confident than you were before too there's some times where I'm just like you know like I could you know I could tone up here and there because I was actively working out like every day I just I had a routine I would go and like this semester I really didn't like I think I went a total of like like what like seven times to the gym and that yeah with you with Ingrid (laughs) and that's like something that's so uncommon to me because like it was something that I would just do every single day like and then like I when I would not go I would kind of feel bad and I'd feel like oh my god I lose all my gains but then like whenever I (laughs) I know it's like so crazy right and then whenever I started like not to go and stuff and like I would still eat the amount that I wanted. I still can eat pizza and fries and everything and, like, just feel fine, but still, like, make those healthy decisions. I just, like, and I feel like I'm a lot more confident in myself in general, like, and I'm a lot, like, I can approach situations mentally, like, better than before, than whenever I was in this, like, mindset, because I feel like it consumed a lot of my energy. Mm -hmm. Like, it consumed a lot of my energy, a lot of my day. Like, that's what I was focused on the whole day. And now that I'm not, like, that's been taken away. It was, like, a huge, like, like, relief, like, weight Weight off your your shoulders. shoulders. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I just think that I do feel a lot better now, a lot more confident in myself, just like in general, not even just like in my appearance, but just my whole like persona, like everything about me. I just feel better now Mm -hmm. that I'm like out of that cycle. Can you paint a picture of what your recovery process looks like? I wish it was me making the conscious decision like to recover, but I feel like it was more of like, you know, when you're doing something for so long and it is taking a lot of energy and like it is... Like, I remember, like, I think I was getting sick, like, hormonal. Like, I was, like, something was happening. And, like, I had to, like, really take a step back and think, like, what's going on? And, like, 
I remember talking to my mom and her asking me all these questions and me telling her like what was going on and she was saying like okay well Noelle like look at how much you're eating like you're not eating enough and like she had to like really like kind of like drill it into my brain that I wasn't and I think that because like right now like I did have a busy semester that it was like the point where I couldn't deal with both things like it wasn't I wish it was me making the conscious decision to be like hey like I'm gonna like try to eat more calories and stuff it was kind of just me like not being able to handle both and me trying to like really reflect on my life and be like okay like what's going on like why am I feeling stressed out even whenever like I don't have school or like why like on the weekends like why am I stressed out it's because like I'm only focused on this like way of thinking and I just want to like have a good time like I just want to live like I just I would envy the people that could just like eat like Mm -hmm. it would just be crazy because I would just be watching them and I'd be like okay why can't I just do that and it just took a lot of like self-reflection I think also and me thinking like how am I going to approach this and how am I going to do this and I I just think that making like small steps and like implementing more food like you said it was scary to like eat more more food because you like and because I was so aware of what was in the food and like I was so like I just saw it as like pure numbers and I knew how much carbs and like fats it was scary but I think that like a slow like implement implementation of like just like little things and like being around people that don't like make you feel like you need to be this like perfect human I feel like it, it is like I like referring to your podcast about friendships like I think Mm -hmm. that like the people that you surround yourself with are really like the people that you will be and I think that because like I'm surrounded by such like good like my roommates are really good at like being themselves and like just like being happy like with who they are and just like living life I just think that I I was surrounded by this like influence now and it wasn't like I was in this like dance setting you know like Mm -hmm. you know you're a dancer you know like you're always like it's very comfortable with your body like you have to be very comfortable with your body and like if you're not like you're you're just like gonna like stick out and I just think that because I was in that setting for so long it was just like a built-in way of thinking yeah it was a built-in way of thinking now because I who I'm surrounded with and like who like I want to be and like I think also me getting older I can just think that like that's not the way I want to be and that's not the way I want to be perceived like and even like I'll go look back at pictures now and I'm like damn I was so skinny and I thought I was not like I I remember like I posted like on my finster or something one time Mm -hmm. and I put a picture picture of me in the dressing room and I remember clearly I started crying in the dressing room because like I didn't like how I looked in the skirt and if I look back now I was so skinny I was like damn I want to go back to that time. Not really. But I was just like, wow, like, I don't know what, like, you get into this, like, it's crazy how your mind makes you think all these things. That's why whenever, like, I hear other people, like, say these negative things about themselves, I'm like, I wish you could see yourself from my perspective. Because, like, my mom would always tell me that. She'd be like, Noelle, you're tiny. Like, why, what are you trying to, like, do? And I'd just be like, no, I'm not you see this and like I'd be so like obsessed with one thing and I think because we're like our toughest critics that it's not like we can't see it yeah I wish people could see it because everyone's beautiful and I just want everyone to feel like their best but it honestly starts like with you if I could tell someone something or if I could tell me like like Mm -hmm. like past me it's hard because even if I did tell me because I had people that told me like even if I, I feel like you really have to like do it yourself like I, I think like you can read something you someone can tell you something till they're blue in the face but until you make that realization and like that active like not like a conscious decision that you want to recover but until you like actively think like okay like I want to be better like what's going on in my life that like is not making me feel good and like are you realizing that this is not normal and like this is not a way like good way to live like I think that like that's how you're gonna like come out of it because if I could tell myself something, like, I, I would tell myself, like, hey, like, it's going to be okay, and, like, being skinny is not going to make you happy, mm-hmm. because I thought, like, once I was skinny, I was going to be happy. Yeah, there's, like, this weird perception or, like, idea that being skinny, suddenly all your problems are solved. Where do we get that idea from? Like, being a size zero is going to solve all my problems. I'm going to be the happiest girl ever, and, oh, and then I, I used to, I remember always going on Tumblr, and reading like I'll be happy when I'm skinny I'll be happy when I'm skinny Mm -hmm. and it's like I'll wear that bikini when I'm skinny I'll go to that coffee shop when I'm skinny I'll take that picture when I'm skinny like why yeah Yeah, like why it I remember being on tumblr like eating disorder tumblr a lot the mean again me and my friend would go on our run come back and just look through our photos 
of thinspo and scroll through tumblr and just like wish how wish that i looked like them there is something just so wrong with like that still follows me that still followed me to college like what does health mean to you now you are surrounded by really good roommates and really good friends you eat whatever you want now at this Mm -hmm. point obviously still leaning towards the healthier choice but in general like what does health mean i feel like healthy is like really just like trying to make yourself feel the best or being the best person that you can be in that moment in that moment in that moment yes because like i feel like yes it is very good to work out it's good to eat healthy it's good to go to sleep early it's good to drink your water it's good to do all these things but i just think that like if life does get in the way in that moment it's okay too like it's fine to like have your pizza it's fine to go to bed late it's fine to go out with your friends like it's it's literally fine as long as like you are feeling good about yourself you're keeping like a consistent like mindset like you're clearing your head like I just think like health is so much more than like being like the physical being like it's like okay like we want to make sure your head's healthy you want to make sure your body's healthy and like how are we approaching that like it's not always just like restricting yourself of those nutrients that your body needs so healthy is not skinny like it's not and it's not like skinny is not going to make you happy and I feel like that's like a good thing to drill into your brain because I think a lot of people like you said like I remember even like having this discussion with someone like recently like they're they've made this comment they're like I don't know what they're I don't know like what they would worry about like we were looking at this like super like beautiful like skinny person and they're like I don't know what issues they would have mm-hmm. because like they're so perfect and I'd be like okay yeah like I was like yeah true and I was like wait actually like what the fuck no because like even like if like this perfect human that seems perfect like is not Mm -hmm. you know like they still struggle with like things they still struggle with their own insecurities because like it's within yourself you know what I mean like insecurities come from you're your toughest critic so they probably have insecurities like they probably have things that are not as perfect as like they make themselves seem and I think it's like great to like understand that too Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like while you're on mindlessly social like scrolling on social media like it's good to think like that's not who they are and that's not like what you're trying to be either like don't like that don't make them your goal because like that's just like an image like that mm-hmm. people put out like of course you're not going to put an image of you crying you know and except for on your fence or something <laughs> but like you know like you're only showing the best parts of you on social media and I don't think I think it's really like even when I talk to my little sister and like she's I can see a lot of the tactics in her that I had when I was a child too and like she shows me these like amazing people and she's like I wish I had their life and I'm like Katie like you don't understand that that's not that's filtered that's not something that's real that's like it makes me so sad because I'm like I just want you to have this knowledge but I that's like going back to my thing I feel like it's really like something that you just have to come to understanding with and come to that conclusion on your own like yes like you listen to things like this you listen to podcasts you listen you read about it like if you you search for help but I feel like it's something that like you can take all this information and just like implement it into your growth, but you really have to like come to it on your own mm-hmm. and go through the whole experience mm-hmm. of it, like the experience of growth. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. Twenty eighteen you versus twenty twenty you. That mm-hmm. between those years is growth. Do you, whenever I met you, do you feel like you were still in your like disordered eating? Yes, I was actually thinking about that on my way over here because I was like, damn, like when Ingrid met me, like immediately you you labeled me as like a healthy person. Yeah. Like you were like, okay, like I want like to know like how you're eating. Like, I want to know like what your gym routine is. Like that's like something that like you just like immediately. And I was like, because like even like when we'd go to Kirby Lane, like mm-hmm. I would get my egg whites and stuff like that. Like it would never be like, I would just like splurge. And I think like, now yeah like I was I definitely was like it was it was probably a little bit less like it was probably like more like I'm leading just towards the healthy choices but it was definitely like because I remember like whenever we would go to events and stuff and when I get home I would just eat everything Mm -hmm. so I think it was in the stage of like the binge stage Mm -hmm. because like you restrict yourself for so long and then like you have that like big like I want everything and then like you feel bad and it's like a cycle that keeps on going and going and going yeah I remember yes it's like you get off of that restriction and then you have been restricted for so long that you just want to experience all the foods all the Mm -hmm. nutrition all the I don't know events meals whatever um yeah and that's that's actually so weird that you bring that up too like you were just the go-to person in my head that's like oh Noelle goes to the gym Noelle 
eats healthy she's the example mm-hmm. you know and i remember sending like voice notes and mm-hmm. being like hey like how many calories should i eat or, and like, little did you know that i was literally fighting insane. your own battle yeah. yeah like it wasn't it's something that like that's that just goes back to like people in general mm-hmm. like you don't know what's going on in their life because exactly. you could i could come off as like a health guru guru or mm-hmm. health person and while although i'm passionate about health and like now but I wasn't like healthy. I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. I was just living a restrictive lifestyle. Yeah, and I was. I remember specifically when you had your dance recital. We went to an Italian restaurant mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. and I think I remember specifically like everyone got pasta except you. Yeah, and I you got, got chicken plate. Yeah, yeah, you got something else, and I was like, damn, like I should go on the chicken plate or like the whatever, like the lighter yeah. plate. Um, then now obviously I'm like oh like I fucking enjoyed that pasta like no big deal yeah like it's fine yeah I'd rather have eaten the pasta and I was talking it was so funny because I was talking to my friend about that recently she was also like very like passionate about health and stuff and she I I think that it comes like with when you get into working now I think that it just like comes with it like this like way of like trying to be perfect because like you have this like perfect workout that you just want to like match it with this perfect like eating and like because she is like a super like into working out and stuff and she was talking to me about her own like mental health issues mm-hmm. about um eating disorders and stuff and she was saying that like it's important just to if you're craving something just eat it because mm-hmm. even if you don't like for example like that pasta place if i was craving pasta in that moment like and I got the chicken plate, I would have eaten the chicken plate, and then I was just still eating the pasta later, because my body was still craving it, so it would have been, like, double, like, just eat it in that moment, like, mm-hmm. you'll be fine, like, it's fine, instead of, like, depriving your body, and then still eating it later, yeah, I think that, that, that was an important point to mention, because that would happen with the binges, mm, like, you would yes. just, like, eat something light, and then you just eat it all later, so yeah. might as well just eat a balanced diet throughout the day, and not have those cravings at night, yeah, that's crazy, like, it also sh- goes to mention that, like, part of that like that time at the at the italian restaurant is like why was i also so concerned with what everyone else is yeah. eating like just fucking angry just focus on yourself mm-hmm. but i mean that comes with the disorder eating mm-hmm. you're like looking over everyone's shoulders like oh did she eat the whole plate or like should i only eat half because she didn't finish mm-hmm. like whenever i was starting to hang out with girls again that would happen i would see what everyone else is gonna order and they're like oh, okay everyone's quitting salads i'll get a salad too or everyone's, oh, they're going to have a pancake? I'll have one pancake, yeah. too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, wake up. Why like, do we have to, like, accommodate to yes. or, like, you know what I mean? Like, why do we have to, like, yeah, like, accommodate to others? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, that, that's a good point. Like, if someone's getting, like, a lighter plate, it's like, okay, fine, I'll get a lighter plate. Yeah. It's like, why? If you want a burger, just eat a burger. Dude, yeah, it's like. If you want a burger, just eat a burger. A burger. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because, like, even that happens, like, just, like, we're always like, so what are you going to get? like before eating oh what are you gonna get like yeah maybe yeah maybe of course there's sometimes you're just curious because you know you want to eat what looks good but sometimes it comes from other reasons Mm -hmm. now that you're in a healthy much healthier state do you sometimes still find yourself like going back to those disordered thoughts um i think for me any time the most recent time was when I started having girlfriends again. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to Sai and I was like, I just suddenly feel so insecure. Mm-hmm. Like, I was fine just a few months ago, but suddenly I have all these female friends who are just so beautiful and I see them as perfect. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just overthinking of what I look like to mm-hmm. them. I think that was the, the last time that I felt like my thoughts were like coming back. Because mm-hmm. it, it's not like an, it's not like you cure it and it's gone. It's like it, kind of claws back like at you sometimes little little in little ways yeah. yes yeah i think for me sometimes like it's your brain is so drilled into some something like how i mentioned earlier it's very hard to change your mindset of course because like you develop this habit and like way of viewing everything that it's just like hard to shift that like be like okay that didn't happen change your mindset so of course like sometimes like i'm still like picky about what i'll eat or like some like i in general, I just always make the healthy decision, like, or I try to. It's, it's, been, it's been rough now, but I always try to. But, like, I think that the most recent time was – it's not, like, a specific moment, I think. It's just, like, in general. Like, sometimes I'll catch myself and be like, okay, like, I'll always get the lighter dressing. Or, I'll, like, even still, if I go to Waterberg, I'll get the factory ranch. Or I'll get, if I go to Chick-fil-A, I get the salad. I get, like, a light Italian dressing. And, like, I was having a discussion with my roommate, Maya, the other day, and I was like – 
I don't like this Chick-fil-A salad is not hitting for me. And she was like, well, what dressing did you get? And I was like, I got off the light vinegar. And she's like, that's why. <laughs> and I was like, okay, true. And like, in my brain, I was like, damn, like, I just made that like, like, it wasn't like a conscious, like, it It was kind of just like a, um, like a habit. Uh, yeah, like a, or like a instinct just mm-hmm. to go for the lightest one or like the one with the less, like the least calories. But I feel like if I want to enjoy the salad, like, why not get something that's, like, good mm-hmm. and, like, sacrifice those calories or whatever? Because she made a good point and, like, she made me really think about it. I think this was, like, yesterday or, like, two days ago. <laughs> so, like, very recently. Yeah, like, actually, because I was, like, damn, like, because although, like, I'm not, like, in an unstable, like, like negative mindset towards my body or towards myself or towards eating, towards food in general, I just think that those, like, tactics, like, are just, like, instilled in my brain. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, oh less like if I look at a menu I always just like look for like what has the most protein or like that's good like that's good things but I just think like when it starts to interfere like of what like I want or like if I'm not enjoying the food because like I'll enjoy my meal I enjoy healthy food like I enjoy like you know like things that are good like that are like healthy but I'm I'm saying like with a Chick-fil-A salad like I didn't like it and I was still eating it because it was like less calories like why would I do that like why Mm -hmm. would you force yourself to eat something that you don't like you know what I mean? Yeah. When even if, like, a more dense calorie dressing would have made the salad ten times better. Yeah, I would have enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I would have yeah. loved my life. And yeah. so I was, like, hungry still. Yeah. What about, you mentioned, like, the dressing room story. When you go into dressing rooms now or, like, you look at yourself in the mirror now, what do you see? So I think that I still, like, have to, like, a little bit, like, I have to work on, like, my body image a little bit more. But it's definitely better than what it was because I feel like in general, like we just like constantly are judging ourselves, which is not like it's not good. But I think it just happens in our brain. You know what I mean? Like I feel like also when you get older, your body starts to change and it's really hard to accept that your body's changing because you're getting older. It's not because you're not doing something or because you're like eating wrong. It's because like your body's just changing like you're a woman, like it's it's you're growing, you're growing into your hips like you're doing all these things and I think that now when I look at my body like it's not something that I'm like I hate myself it's kind of just like oh like that's new and just like oh like accepting of it and kind of just like you know like I'm I'm still beautiful I'm still me like it's my body's not not me you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. my body is me but that's not who I am like my like I want to be like more like a better friend a better like yes. girlfriend a better everything in general like my body is not who I am like that and that's who it used to be yes. like my body like I would see myself and be like oh I'm worth this like no one's gonna like me <laughs> and like I'm like what like that's so crazy like I have so much more to give like in general everyone has so much more to give than just their body like that's such like a ugh, like dumb thing to think about you know what I mean like it's not dumb like obviously like everyone wants to look good everyone wants to feel good but like that doesn't mean like you have to like fit into this Mold. like mold like you're beautiful like who you are like who you are as a human being and I think that that's super important like just to keep in mind and that's like what I have to remind myself like when I see something that I don't like or like something that's like new that I've never had before like oh I've never had that like little stretch mark there mm-hmm. and it's like something like you know like this is not who I am this is like me like this is who I am but it's not like you know it's not my the definition of Noelle to everyone out there like I just think that you guys we need to like reevaluate like how or what we place our energy on or like what we find important in ourselves or like even in others like I feel like it's important like just to like whenever you're going to meet someone not to immediately just like judge up and down and just like what are they wearing how do they look all this stuff like it's just like important to like meet them and like find like that beautiful soul and like find like the beautiful parts of them that like you just don't physically see I think that's the the most important thing that I wish like I would have really took action and not been so body image obsessed because that's so dumb that's so lame like mm-hmm. just like focusing on a body like okay. so cliche i know like, <laughs> so cliche but a serious problem <laughs> yeah no, so cliche but a serious problem well yeah i just wanted to have you on the podcast and for you to share your story because it's something that's we still talk about to this day mm-hmm. like if we go out to eat if we just fucking hang out on your birthday and we're having pizza mm-hmm. if we just yeah it's like oh you're eating pizza yeah, yeah. it's like and it's like Oh, like, even, I think, oh, oh my gosh, I remember even just going to the gym with you and just feeling so comfortable. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I remember even saying, like, oh, I like going to the gym with you because I don't feel judged. Like, I mm-hmm. can just fucking wear whatever I want, do the moves. We're f- really focused on our workout. And 
So we're focused on being healthy and mm-hmm. being happy. Working out makes us feel good. It's not, I feel like when you approach it in that mindset, like, hey, I want to be healthy and I want to be happy because working out gives you endorphins. Like, mm-hmm. Working out makes you feel good for the rest of the day instead of being like, I want to work out to lose weight. Exactly. Like, yes, it's important to have goals, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not that, that doesn't need to be your goal. Like, the goal yeah. is just to be healthy because that's why people work out. Exactly. So I think ever since, yeah, ever since I met you, that's just something that we've always connected on because we both experienced it in different ways Mm -hmm. at different points in our life. And I thought it was interesting. I think it's interesting that it's just so normalized. And going back to that point, like we were just at a Mm pregame with girlfriends and that's what we bonded over. Mm-hmm. Like, out of all the things, that's what we bonded over. Mm-hmm. Some some I serious trauma. Oh, I have a deep... <laughs> Yeah, like, what the... <laughs> oh, oh me too, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, when, how old were you? Like, what did your day of eating look like? Why did it start? To this day, yeah, we still talk about it. It's still something that is in our minds and we, we are battling. Maybe mm-hmm. not, obviously, every single day, mm-hmm. but those thoughts come up. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you for being vulnerable with me Aww. and with the audience. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone ever has any questions or just wants to vent or talk about anything, like I'm always open to having that discussion just because I know what it was like just to feel like like I didn't have a problem or like I didn't have an issue with the way I was living and then now realizing that I actually did. I just feel like it's it's cool to talk to someone. Like I wish I had that like person that had been through similar experiences just to like talk about it with like I don't even give you advice I can just be your listening ear but yeah if anyone ever wants to discuss anything I'm always open and where can they reach you you can reach me at um my Instagram yeah my phone number Um, slide in your DMs slide in my DMs yeah what's your handle um Noelle Christine underscore I believe okay yes amazing yeah okay